1: Hey, folks, it's uh, Randy Wilburn here, back with another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas today. This episode's actually something that we recorded a while back. We had a chance to sit down with Martin Miller, who is the executive director of Theater Squared back in February. And yes, you guys understand the calendar, and that was pre-pandemic. And we had big hopes for what the future would hold for the theater going public here in Northwest Arkansas. Little did we know that COVID-19 was going to come and wreck havoc on all of our lives for the most part. I thought it was interesting that, um, theater squared was a brand new, ha- has a brand new facility. Uh, Martin is doing some amazing things, has brought in some am- amazing talent to work with him and, uh, so many other people there at theater squared. And, um, you know originally it was going to be a a pretty big deal what they were um about to embark upon for the the the, the theater season and um lo and behold covid-19 has kind of wrecked havoc with uh with those plans and so theater squared has uh, figured out a way to deal with um entertaining people and doing theater in a pandemic and little you know we're excited about the the new vaccines that are coming online and and that at some point in time in the near future, we will get back to some type of normalcy. But in the meantime, these guys have figured out a way to still do theater, uh, even virtually. Uh, they've had several shows that they've done. So the reason why I wanted to push forward with getting this episode out, even though it's several months late is because I really want to encourage. Well, I just want to encourage us getting back to some type of normalcy. Yes, I know the pandemic is still alive and well, and actually we're at the highest levels possible with our numbers here locally in Arkansas and beyond. Uh, the rest of the country is dealing with it, but you know there are still a lot of ways to socially distance yourself and and take advantage of the things that are going on around us, like the Northern Lights exhibit at Crystal Bridges is one that comes to mind. And I got to think that um, the folks at uh, Theater Squared have, you know, really had a lot of time, as we all have, to think about ways to do theater differently. And so one of the things that they did was they put on a program called The Russian Troll Farm, which was a co-production. It was a workplace comedy that was recently done virtually. And uh, it got rave reviews. It even got some outstanding reviews from the New York Times. And so uh, playwright Sarah Gonsher, and I think I pronounced her her name correctly, is uh, the writer of this play. And she worked with both um, the uh, Theater Squared as well as um, the Theater Works in Hartford, Connecticut, to put this production on, and um, it went off really, really well. It got rave reviews by the New York Times, and it was just a different way to look at actually something that's very topical right now. I mean, we're past the election, but you know, the 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 the, the subject of Russian troll farms came up a lot this fall. So, needless to say, it was a timely show, and uh, it got great reviews, and it was done. Virtually, so you had that benefit of it, but there are other shows that are coming online, and several more will be virtual, and then others will be socially distant within theater squared itself and As we start to get to some type of normal situation whenever that may be, uh they are making plans to make a lot of these plays over this fifteenth year season available to as many people as can come out and participate. And so I just really want to encourage you. There are so many plays that uh, these guys have planned. The Half-Life of Marie Curie is starting, uh, actually it's just started over the Thanksgiving holiday and goes through until the, right up until Christmas time. And uh, there are several other plays that are, are happening. Um a Christmas Carol, School Girls, My Father's War, Designing Women, At the Wedding, Passover, Matilda the Musical, American Mariachi, Twelfth Night, and Violet. So there is a very, very exciting lineup of shows coming out of Theater Squared this season, and I really want to encourage you to participate in any way that you can. You can either buy a season pass or you can um just purchase tickets for individual shows although the season pass might be the best deal but you could subscribe to the 15th anniversary season and really take part in everything that's going on and I actually had a chance to follow up with Martin Miller just a couple of days ago to see hey you know how are things going and I wanted to ask him you know what, what what could we do to encourage uh sport the support of the arts and um I just decided that I wanted to get this episode out so that you could hear it in its entirety. It tells the story of who Martin Miller is. It tells the story of um, how he goes about putting together different groups to act in different shows and how they decide what shows they're going to bring to Theater Squared. And also, I think his reflection and views of the theater scene in general here in Northwest Arkansas. So for those of you that love the theater, you love to get out with a playbill in your hand and go check out the latest play. I think you're going to enjoy this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. So Without further ado, I want you to hear from Martin Miller. I want you to check out Theater Squared's website. Um, Their restaurant um, is is still open. You can go in there and you can order uh, socially distant and and get to-go food if you'd like. Um, There's a lot that is available uh, to you at this location. They're even doing outdoor dining when it's not too cold, although the day that I'm recording is it's freezing, but that's a whole nother story. So just want to encourage you to check it out. I know this is a long prelude to what we're what you're about to hear, but I wanted to set set the stage for you, no pun intended, <laughs> for uh, this episode with Martin Miller, executive director of Theater Squared. I think you'll enjoy it. And if you don't know, you have a diamond in the rough right here in Northwest Arkansas when it comes to theater production. And I wouldn't say a diamond in the rough, I would just say it's a diamond. And it's our diamond. So please support it the best way that you know how and without further ado let's hear from the man Martin Miller himself he'll be right up right after we cue the music
2: it's time for another episode of I am Northwest Arkansas the podcast covering the intersection of business culture entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn.
1: Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited today because I am sitting in a soundproof room here at Theater Squared in downtown Fayetteville. I had a chance to, as always, I've reached out to somebody that reached out to somebody that that knows somebody that works here at Theater Squared, and that somebody is Martin Miller, who is sitting here in front of me. Martin is the executive director of Theater Squared, and uh, he's running things in this beautiful, beautiful, gleaming edifice of a building here at the corner of what street is this? West and Spring. West and Spring. I, I, yeah, you know, for some reason I I can't always remember all these different streets. I just I know some of them. Of course, everybody knows Dixon, but West and Spring, which is just one pretty much one block removed from Dixon and West. So Theater Square is is down here right behind the Walton Arts Center and. I got to say, this this is absolutely a gorgeous building. So without further ado, let's. I just really want to hear what, what Martin has to share. And, and um, I really want the I Am Northwest Arkansas audience to learn more about Theater Squared and how you can support the arts here locally in Northwest Arkansas. So Martin, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing very well, and I appreciate you inviting me to chat with you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So why don't you tell the audience just a little bit about you, who you are, and why you're here in the first place and and, and then let's and then we, I want to dive into theater squared because I want to give our listeners just kind of an idea or an understanding of, of what this uh, 50,000 square foot facility is all about
0: So I grew up in Fayetteville and I am someone who no matter where I go you know it's it, you always bring that mixture with you when you're from Northwest Arkansas that mixture of intense, and deeply rational pride right. <laughs> in where you're coming from, right. and also that slightly defensive posture, <laughs> knowing that you may run into some folks who are dubious about the place you're coming from being as great as you say it is. And when I, you know, growing up in Fayetteville, it was, I remember the groundbreaking and early days of the Walton Arts Center. I remember, you know, the town, I think, was in the you know, mid 40,000 in terms of population. And everybody already was proud to be living in Fayetteville and proud yeah. to be living in the area, but people weren't as regional as how they described where they lived. It was very much about what town are you from, not what part of the state are you from or what region. And so for me, um, being able to trace back to that and the experiences that I had a kid, as a kid in this area, and now watching kids, watching parents, watching couples, watching these people walk through these doors and own this place yeah. and be able to walk out of the region and defend their Northwest Arkansas credentials by pointing to this as one of the things that they are proud of. Yeah. It makes me really thrilled to be in this space. So I'm bringing that kind of a, you know, homeboy, <laughs> what's the phrase for it? You know, re- locally grown perspective to it.
1: Or, or as we you like know. to say, you're like an OG here in yeah, Fayetteville. So. I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so, OG, no, I, I love that. So tell me just a little bit about what brought you into the arts as a whole. Were you exposed to it as a, at a young age? Did you just, is it something that you fell into in college or what was?
0: Well, I, you know, had the, the whole span of Northwest Arkansas arts experiences available to a kid at that time. I remember being in the Wizard of Oz at the Art Center of the Ozarks as both the Wizard and the Munchkin Mayor, <laughs> uh, which is an inspired double casting. Right. Uh, I also, uh, I did lots of classes at the Walton Arts Center. And at the time, uh, was also a part of what was then a very, very different Arts Live theater. Arts Live is still very much presence, uh, even more than ever, in uh, Northwest Arkansas. At the time, I did a few shows directed by my colleague here at Theater Squared, Robert Ford, who's the artistic director right. of theater. And it was through the course of those experiences that I really learned that I loved kind of making those experiences possible to people when they came in the room and being part of that. And it was not until later when I was in college and both acting and directing. And then finally saying, wow, this theater really needs a new sound system. I'm going to write a grant for that. Or, oh, we really want people to come to this show. I'm going to design a poster for that. That I started realizing I liked how all the pieces got put together. Yeah. And the idea of being part of making them all come together was why I ended up in a graduate program around arts leadership and what brought me back down here.
1: Oh, man. I love that kind of story because it's like... um... You know, you, you went out into the world and, and, and got the knowledge and the information and the education, and then brought it back home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it was always in the back of my mind. Whether when I was in college, I brought Bob and his wife, Amy, who's our associate artistic director, out to do workshops and see a play I was directing that he'd written. And then when I was in Chicago working at Chicago Shakespeare Theater, I was regularly checking in with him to see. And he had just started Theater Squared um, with. Amy with Daniel Hintz and Cassie Mishevitz and Morgan Hicks and David Pickens. That was the group of people who early on got it going. And they spent years raising money in people's houses and talking to people about why this region deserved to have its own professional theater yeah. before they did the first show. And so I was lucky to be able to come just a few seasons in uh, in 2009 and and uh, it's been a wonderful decade plus since then.
1: I can imagine. and, and I mean you, you started off in very humble beginnings with with this particular theater group and and so it has it has grown tremendously. And I mean, to get where you are here, a lot of people look at this finished product and think, man you you've got it made, but there was so much that went into, Getting to w- w- what you were sharing with me earlier before we started recording the podcast about the dream and the idea that people like Daniel and Cassie and others had for what this could be, and you, once you caught that vision, you you see, it seems like you ran with it. But what was it like over that you know nine, ten, eleven years getting it to this point here? Because at at this point, you can exhale and be like, "Wow, okay, whew, we got here." Now, what's next? But I mean, what was it like getting from there to here?
0: You know, I think. I think of where we are right now as a midpoint because I see so much opportunity ahead of this region and Theater Square to kind of be a national leader in theater and an originator of new work and and also a place people think of as a destination for original works of theater. Sure. So I see a lot of roadway ahead. But the one thing I don't question is whether this organization is going anywhere. Okay. And early on, that was always a question <laughs> so I, I think it I think we've what's really wonderful is to trace back to so when I joined the company, there were essentially two of us being paid to be on staff, and I was the only person that, uh, that was a full time staff member at that time, right although the term is somewhat flexible because that involves and usually requires being paid on a regular basis and <laughs> I will say that for the most of the first year, we were deferring those paychecks. And yeah. I think a lot of arts institutions start that way. It's pretty rare for an institution to just start fully formed. A lot of them start as a couple passionate people trying to convince other people that it's a good idea. And eventually, there's enough of them that it's a critical mass. Um, yeah. Who
1: said sweat equity was only realized uh, from an entrepreneurial venture, you know, maybe in the financial arena or someplace like that? I think sweat equity can be applied in so many different industries.
0: Yeah, I I think that often nonprofit and nonprofit arts are a model for entrepreneurship, actually, because it takes a lot of wild invention and a lot of persuasion just to get to standing still, you know. And and I think that, you know, in my first season with the theater when we had at that point, um, you know, theoretical annual budget of $160,000 and, you know, a lot of the performances had, you know, 30 or 50 people coming to them. It was an open question, not whether Northwest Arkansas needed and deserved a professional theater, but whether this would be it. And I think the secret ingredients were quality. There were always people involved who knew what a good show was, right. who knew what good acting was, who knew that a story needed to be told rather than just a story that might be nice to tell. Yeah. And they, they, and I'm referring to Bob and Amy and Morgan, and, but they, they knew not to compromise. and. My job was really both to support that, try to, you know, eventually build a production team and artistic staff and people to better realize that artistic work, but also to kind of create an environment for it where people are coming to see it, where people are contributing to support it because theater always requires investment and support. And if we were able to build that organization around it, since the work was good, there was, you know, the only way, (laughs) the only way out was up, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. At this point, you know, uh, having completed construction on this facility, and now in the final stages of our capital campaign for it, you know, we're now an organization with a, you know, close to a four and a half million dollar annual budget. Um, big difference from hundred and sixty. Big difference 000. from one hundred and sixty. <laughs> Although always the same, same core things you're Absolutely. trying to do.
1: Absolutely. So why don't you walk uh, our listeners kind of through where you guys are now, since you've kind of brought us up to this point. What is going into just the establishment of a number of different plays that you think are going to be, you know germane for this audience here in Northwest Arkansas? How do, how do you what goes into developing the menu of options as far as that's concerned? In the first play, one of the first one of the first four, I think, was The Royale, which I which you were kind enough to give me some tickets for. My wife and I went to see it this past weekend. It was absolutely amazing. I'm not sure that this this episode will run before it leaves, but I will say that it was it was a tremendously intimate theater experience where even afterwards we went to a matinee and even afterwards we got to do a sit down with some of the the actors and and it was just um I mean we were just blown away we were like what what did we just witness and this was right here in Fayetteville and like eight minutes from our house so I mean, we had that experience, but I know you have people that are regulars that come here all the time. What is your goal with regard to bringing, you know, a wide variety of of topical programs here to Theater Squared?
0: You know, there are a few aspects to what we do which makes the experience unique. One of them is what you just mentioned, the intimacy of it, the fact that it feels like a deeply human experience. And that may sound like, abstract talk but what it means when you're in the room is you feel like you're in the middle of it you know it's not i don't i don't care how good your 3D glasses are you're not going to have that same experience with a movie you'll be transported you can have a sense of escape but if you're in the room where it happens so to speak it is a primal experience and so whenever we select a show we want to capitalize on the things that are our core strengths and one of them is we're presenting shows at this level of intimacy And another one is we get to pick from the entire canon of American theater or even create our own pieces because we're not just selecting from a menu of other people's productions. We are creating those productions fresh here. We're hiring the director. We're casting the actors. We're designing and then building the set and the costumes. It is all an incredibly expensive and complicated endeavor, but it is so worth it to come in and feel what you just described. So when we select the shows. We want those shows to be things that really reflect those strengths. So if you're in an intimate setting, then you want to have something really kind of reach your heart. And that, again, can sound kind of abstract, but it just means it takes you out of that kind of daily sort of stupor (laughs) that some of us get into, you know, checking your phone while you're waiting for the crosswalk, but to some sort of a feeling of being alive in the room and experiencing something from someone else's perspective that suddenly becomes your own and perhaps starting to think about something in a different way than you otherwise would have. That is the superpower of theater. And so if we select shows that don't fully take advantage of that, then shame on us. We want to do things that are, we don't want people to come out and like be like, that was, boy, that was a chore. Right. <laughs> I right, might be right. I might be glad I did that, but I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. We want it to always be diverting to be entertaining but also to be something that makes you think and see something differently.
1: Yeah. So how many, this uh, kind of quasi-inaugural season, right, of, of this new facility, how, how many different shows are you putting on this year?
0: This year we have seven productions performing a total of 250 performances, as well as a new play festival, which will have six different plays over the course of two weeks. And finally, an original show that we tour to 80 schools. So a lot of performances. 80 schools? Yes. Wow. In Arkansas, wow. Oklahoma, and Missouri.
1: Okay. Okay. So you guys are going to be busy. We are always busy. <laughs> That's amazing. It's And, and um, so seven productions, 250 performances. Will some shows run longer than others? Yes.
0: Yeah. So we have two venues here. Once you know the names of the theater, you'll never forget the intersection we're on. Okay. This is the West Theater. Okay. It's on West Street. Okay. And then there's the Spring Theater on Spring Street. The Spring Theater is smaller, even more intimate than the space that you watch the Royale in, and with just 120 seats to fit in the same number of people as would see it here in the West Theater, we run them twice as long. So Native Gardens, for instance, had 43 performances, whereas the Royale will have around 30—not quite twice as long, but a good stretch more. So some of them have more performances, and then some—some of them we also add weeks to when there's enough demand for it. Shakespeare and Love, our opening production of the year, people really. Well, they loved it, and yeah. so we added another week so we could get everyone in that might want to see the show. And what is the seating in the West Theater? Just under 300, so okay. about 275 seats. Okay,
1: great. And and I, I mean, obviously, I was sitting pretty much up front, but it looked like the sight lines everywhere were amazing. And there's even some seats up in the up in the upper level, is that correct?
0: Yeah, so we have the the stage level and then what we call the circle level, mm-hmm. and It's hard for me to pick a favorite seat. I mean, when you're designing a theater from the ground up, I mean, why would you build one with bad sidelines? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Some people do. I don't really understand it. I think perhaps they don't hire theater designers or something. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, every seat's got a good perspective on the stage. You're not going to have somebody's hat in front of you. You're going to get a full view and it'll feel up close and personal.
1: Okay. All right. Did you use, were you able to use some, um, leverage the the skill set and ability of some some nationally recognized uh, theater designers to help you out with this.
0: So we were lucky enough to be the inaugural recipients of the Walton Art Walton Family Foundation's Design Excellence okay. Program uh, grant funding, and that allowed us to choose from a pool of architects and theater designers that you know we, we basically got to put together our dream team. The architects, Marvel Architects who are based in New York, international award winners, really understood the concept of building from the inside out. They really bought into the notion. I mean, we thought they'd show up to the first meeting and start sketching things, but we probably were 12 meetings in uh, where they just spent the whole time asking us questions. It was And it was uh, soul-bearing as an organization because we had to decide how we wanted to express our organization's identity in the form of a building, not just for this year but for the next hundred years. Mm -hmm. Really exciting experience. And then Charcoal Blue is the name of our theater consultants, and they led the project team. They are the same firm that designed the new home for the Royal Shakespeare Theater in England. Uh, Two two venues for the National Theater there. They're designing a new home for Steppenwolf in Chicago and the Performing Arts Center at the World Trade Center site in New
1: York. They are very cool. So they're legit.
0: They're legit. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, good. Well, I mean, it's exciting to have that quality of an, of of organization be represented here in Northwest Arkansas to create this for all of us, you know, and I mean, it's really helping to foster a, a new wave of eventing and programming that's available to people that have lived here for years and people that are OGs like yourself, as mm-hmm. well as the new kids on the block like me that have only been here for a couple of years, but have marveled at the fact that every time I turn around, there's something new and exciting happening in Northwest Arkansas, and Theater Squared is certainly uh, the epitome of that.
0: Well, you know, this is the United States. We're all newcomers in one way or another, (laughs) or almost all of us, (laughs) Right, right? right. And I think that theater is one of those forms that can help bring people together, newcomers, OGs, doesn't matter, bring them together in the same room, and they all feel like they're part of the same community.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well, tell me how people outside of people coming to obviously see a show and taking part in, in what you're offering here, how else can people in this community really get involved with what Theater Squared is doing? I mean, you are a nonprofit, so you, you could certainly use all the help that you can get. And those that are like, man, I'm I'm really interested in the arts. I'd like to get involved one, one way or another. Are, what opportunities are available to people that live here, whether they live in Bella Vista or they live in Fayetteville?
0: We have a lot of entry points, especially with the opening of this new facility. I would say that step one for someone who hasn't seen a show here, strange as it may sound, will be to come in and have a cup of coffee. A lot of people don't think of themselves as theater people. And I think it's part, partly packed into that phrase. Like, what does that really mean? Maybe you know, knew a theater kid when you were in high school and you were like, i not that kid. Or maybe mm-hmm. you were. Who knows? But honestly, if you're somebody who enjoys watching a TV show, watching a great movie, reading a book. It's just another way to experience a great story. So for people who haven't been coming to the theater, I would say just come in the front door, sit down in the commons, our commons bar cafe, which is one of the most beautiful space for my money <laughs> in Fayetteville uh, now is open all day. We can kind of hear the espresso machine going as yes, we, as yes. we speak. And the next step would be to talk to somebody who comes out of a show and ask them why they went. Right. And I'm pretty sure it'll be like your experience and they will tell you something about it that was why it was a transporting experience for them. And then after that, I feel like you'll be pretty well primed to say, all right, I'm going to come in and watch one of these things. Our ticket prices are pretty accessible. If you come on a preview night and sit in the side section, those are $17 tickets. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Now, yeah. they range, but... I'll also remind anyone who's under the age of 30, they can get $10 tickets to any show. It's a very accessible ticket price. Come in and understand why it is that this is an experience that's worth, yes, spending a little money on. Because what we do, if we priced every ticket at what it cost us to do it, it would be 200 bucks.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I love that. And I'm actually going to lay out just kind of um, in our show notes, just some of the groundwork of some things that we recommend that you that those that are listening to this do to come here. If you've never been exposed to Theater Squared or maybe you remember it before and you haven't been back since the new iteration of Theater Squared, you need to come check it out. But as you mentioned it, the, you know, the the coffee shop on the first floor there, it's like the best way for me to describe it as as my experience the first time it was like walking into the coffee shop on the set of friends, but it's a multi-level experience because they have these terrace steps where you can sit and they've got these comfortable pillows. And then they have a couple of nestled around tables. And as Martin made me aware, and I didn't realize that, that you can actually come here pretty much most times if you want to just sit down and maybe have a quick meeting and grab a, a latte or an espresso. And you also have a beautiful conference room with a glassed-in wall, wall of glass windows. And um, just you have just come in and see it. Just come take a look and have a cup of coffee and just walk around and take it all in. There's just something about it. And especially for you creatives that are listening to this podcast, if you maybe need a place to come, if you're, you know, in the process of writing a book or something like that, I dare say you probably could come here and get some inspiration that would be really beneficial.
0: I find it's a great place to work. We've seen a lot of people just having little ad hoc meetings out there, but it is also for my money, the best breakfast pizza, in not only Northwest Arkansas but the tri state area okay I like that no
1: i i no I love that and and i th- I think i'm I'm gonna make it as I was telling you some of my new haunts. I'm trying to you know get off of going to the same places over and over again, so I'm gonna add in theater Square into my rotation of places to go if I need to have a quick meeting with somebody it's it's centrally located, it's right near downtown. if I'm connecting with somebody from the u of a they can they can get over here in a couple of minutes so You know, it's really convenient and it's also a great way to kind of show off what's right in your own backyard. So if you're from Fayetteville, you need to come down here and really know and understand this place because um, this is something that you're going to mention to your family and friends when they're coming into town. And just like we probably take a lot of people to Crystal Bridges and other places up north in Bentonville, you need to bring some people here by Theater Square to come visit.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Well, that's my commercial there for Theater Squared, and I hope you do come and check it out. But seriously, though, um, what what are what are your plans moving forward? I mean, you've, you've talked a little bit about, you know, we, we understand that the, the different the seven shows that you're going to do this season. What what else are you going to do moving forward? How else can other people get involved besides just coming in and taking apart? Maybe you got people listening to this that are already truly sold on the arts want to be a part of it, just haven't really gotten around to coming down here um, to be a patron of Theater Squared. How can people get involved from that perspective?
0: You know, I think uh, for a lot of our core patrons, um, the new facility always felt like a destination, like that's that was going to be the thing when you achieved it. And for a while, it was definitely the central project. But the reason we're calling everybody who joins us this season as a season ticket holder um is that the reason we're calling them founding subscribers is because we see this as just the beginning. Yeah. There is um for people who are finding us right now you are finding us at the ground floor of what is going to be a I think a model story for the American theater. Traditionally um theaters such as this one emerged in urban centers in densely populated areas places where uh, the population was often in excess of 5 or 10 million people um, because they were just slicing off a narrow portion of the population to come and see their shows. It was often just the more affluent, often a much wider and uh, geographically isolated audience that was coming to these institutions. And so you had to get a big enough city to be able to have that narrow slice sustain an institution. Right. In Northwest Arkansas, I feel like we can reinvent that. We're starting from the ground floor, so why not have an audience that reflects the region? We don't need to have 10 million people if we can have a substantive representation of our area attending our shows. So I think that what we are trying to do in this next stage is be a model for inclusivity in our audience, in our art making, in our staff, in the message that may come through our art. Now, we don't program for, you know, we're not trying to make people think something or view something a certain way when they see a show. But we do think that it does, the only thing it can do if it's done well is expand people's horizons. So I think we see ourselves as an institution serving a social purpose that can only grow from here on out. I also think that we're going to create plays here that break out and get produced all over the country and people will see it here first. And that's a pretty neat sort of first mover advantage too. That is
1: because in the same way that you bring plays here, your plays will go elsewhere. And that's like the circle of life.
0: Yeah. So all of our plays are created fresh here in the facility, in the rehearsal room, but many of them have been produced elsewhere. But yes, I know next year we're looking at doing a world premiere production more on that very soon.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: And uh we with our new play festival, we're launching works all the time that when people open their program pages in New York or Chicago, it'll say originally developed Theater
1: Squared, Northwest Arkansas. That's exciting. That's exciting. So, for those that are are part of the the community of uh of actors or thespians if you will that want to get involved here and you know, maybe they're new to the area or they've been in they've been doing other things and just haven't kind of Gotten them, themselves around to coming down here. How, how can, how are, are, are there casting calls? Are there, you know, you were even telling me about some programs where you're looking for some young people, and I'm, I'm hoping to get some of my kids over here to, to try out for some of the programs that you have in the near future. But what, how does that work? So
0: most of our shows, well, all of our shows are cast with professional actors, meaning anytime you see an actor on stage, it's more than likely they've gotten their degree in acting. And that they get most of their income and spend most of their time acting in plays or TV and film. However, uh, we also view ourselves as a training ground and we offer training programs for people who are aspiring actors to kind of start themselves off down that path. And if you are under the age of 18, if we have a show that has kids in it, we will absolutely cast from the local community, even people who don't have as much professional experience first, and then we will spend time helping them train to be have the confidence and skill level needed to come on onto a into a professional production. So yes, right now we're still casting our youth ensemble for Matilda, which is the show that closes our season this year. And I'm looking forward to hearing hearing about those auditions. <laughs> yeah. No, um, that's awesome. And uh I will also say that anyone who's found their way to Northwest Arkansas or may find their way to Northwest Arkansas, who has a professional background in theater, seek us out. Send us your resume, your headshot, your agent's information, if you have one, we would love to audition you for what we're doing here.
1: Uh, that's awesome. I love that. So, well, man, Martin, you've, you've kind of laid it out here uh, for Theater Squared. And as I told you earlier, when I sat down with Daniel Hintz many episodes ago, I think it was episode six of this show, but I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. You know, he he kind of, this was one of the crowning achievements that he, he was very excited about, which was Theater Squared. And I honestly can say now I see why. I mean, outside of my experience the other day when we came and saw the Royale, I mean, just hearing you talk and and, and listening to Robert and, I mean, just the excitement and the exuberance you have for for what is and what is to come, it's palpable. And so I I just really want to commend you and and congratulate you on what you guys have have started. And, And I know that this is only the beginning. So That's
0: how we think of it too. And that's why I hope anyone who listens Gets to come be part of the rest of the story.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Martin Miller, Executive Director of Theater Squared here downtown at the corner of West and Spring. You have to check out this theater. I'm, I'm telling you, if you, and I'm going to put myself out there. If you don't like whatever you come see or you don't like your experience, come see me. I'll even personally refund your money, whatever you spent to come down here. That's how much I think you'll like it. We're not into recommending things that we don't think our listeners will like, but I think you're going to be blown away by what Theater Square is doing here. You've probably ridden by it. You've probably seen it and kept saying to yourself, oh, I've got to get in there one day. But I'm telling you, make time, come down here, visit Martin, the rest of his team. I mean, they will certainly leave the light on for you and roll out the red carpet for you to have a wonderful experience here. So, Martin, thank you so much for this time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. There you have it, folks. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I am so excited to be able to bring this kind of content to you on a weekly basis. Man, sitting down here at Theatre Square, you just have to see it to believe it. You'll probably, if you come in here and have a cup of coffee, you may end up seeing me in here one day. So please, if you see a guy in the corner with a microphone or some headphones on looking at something or talking to himself, that's probably me. And I'll be more than happy to chat with you. But seriously, definitely come down here and check it out. And, uh, when when you see the show notes for this particular episode if you have any comments or anything that you want to share or even any feedback after you've had a chance to to take in all the great things that they're doing here at Theater Squared we would love to hear from you we do this episode we do this show every week to share with you all the great things that are happening here in Northwest Arkansas and so we really appreciate all the things that you represent to us as listeners, and we want to continue to bring great content like this particular episode with Theater Squared. So even if you're listening to this later on, it could be a year from now or two years from now, come check them out. What's the best way, what's the website address for Theater Squared?
0: It's theater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E, and then the number
1: 2.org. That's what I thought. Okay, and we'll get your contact information as well and include that for anybody that wants to reach out to Martin. So there you have it, folks. That's that's all I have for you this week. Um, as always, please check out our podcast anywhere that great podcasts can be found, especially Apple Podcasts. We'd love it if you'd visit our website, iamnorthwestarkansas.com. I'd ask it that you do one of three things that you would join our email list and get a weekly email newsletter update from us on all the great things that are happening here in Northwest Arkansas, including whatever our featured episode is that week. I'd love for you to share our podcast with a friend. And also, if you are inclined and you're really moved by what we're doing and what we're talking about, we would love for you to write a review and give us a rating anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So that's all I have for right now. And I will certainly see you next week. Remember, we come out every Monday with a new episode. So I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I really do appreciate you. You guys make it a great day.
2: Peace.
1: Hey, folks, it's uh, Randy Wilburn here, back with another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas today. This episode's actually something that we recorded a while back. We had a chance to sit down with Martin Miller, who is the executive director of Theater Squared back in February. And yes, you guys understand the calendar, and that was pre-pandemic. And we had big hopes for what the future would hold for the theater going public here in Northwest Arkansas. Little did we know that COVID-19 was going to come and wreck havoc on all of our lives for the most part. I thought it was interesting that, um, theater squared was a brand new, ha- has a brand new facility. Uh, Martin is doing some amazing things, has brought in some am- amazing talent to work with him and, uh, so many other people there at theater squared. And, um, you know originally it was going to be a a pretty big deal what they were um about to embark upon for the the the, the theater season and um lo and behold covid-19 has kind of wrecked havoc with uh with those plans and so theater squared has uh, figured out a way to deal with um entertaining people and doing theater in a pandemic and little you know we're excited about the the new vaccines that are coming online and and that at some point in time in the near future, we will get back to some type of normalcy. But in the meantime, these guys have figured out a way to still do theater, uh, even virtually. Uh, they've had several shows that they've done. So the reason why I wanted to push forward with getting this episode out, even though it's several months late, is because I really want to encourage, well, I just want to encourage us, getting back to some type of normalcy. Yes, I know the pandemic is still alive and well, and actually we're at the highest levels possible with our numbers here locally in Arkansas and beyond Uh, the rest of the country is dealing with it. But, you know, there are still a lot of ways to socially distance yourself and, and take advantage of the things that are going on around us. Like the Northern lights exhibit at crystal bridges is one that comes to mind. And I got to think that um, the folks at uh, Theater Squared have, you know, really had a lot of time, as we all have, to think about ways to do theater differently. And so one of the things that they did was they put on a program called The Russian Troll Farm, which was a co-production. It was a workplace comedy that was recently done virtually. And uh, it got rave reviews. It even got some outstanding reviews from the New York Times. And so uh, playwright Sarah Gonsher, and I think I pronounced her her name correctly, is uh, the writer of this play. And she worked with both um, the uh, Theater Squared as well as um, the Theater Works in Hartford, Connecticut, to put this production on, and um, it went off really, really well. It got rave reviews by the New York Times, and it was just a different way to look at actually something that's very topical right now. I mean, we're past the election, but you know, the 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 the, the subject of Russian troll farms came up a lot this fall. So, needless to say, it was a timely show, and uh, it got great reviews, and it was done. Virtually, so you had that benefit of it, but there are other shows that are coming online, and several more will be virtual, and then others will be socially distant within Theater Squared itself. And as we start to get to some type of normal situation, whenever that may be, uh, they are making plans to make a lot of these plays over this 15th year season available to as many people as can come out and participate. And so I just really want to encourage you. There are so many plays that uh, these guys have planned. The Half-Life of Marie Curie is starting, uh, actually it's just started over the Thanksgiving holiday and goes through until the, right up until Christmas time. And uh, there are several other plays that are, are happening. Um a Christmas Carol, Schoolgirls, My Father's War, Designing Women, At the Wedding, Passover, Matilda the Musical, American Mariachi, Twelfth Night, and Violet. So there is a very, very exciting lineup of shows coming out of Theater Squared this season. And I really want to encourage you to participate in any way that you can. You can either buy a season pass or you can um just purchase tickets for individual shows although the season pass might be the best deal but you could subscribe to the 15th anniversary season and really take part in everything that's going on and I actually had a chance to follow up with Martin Miller just a couple of days ago to see hey you know how are things going and I wanted to ask him you know what, what what could we do to encourage uh sport the support of the arts and um I just decided that I wanted to get this episode out so that you could hear it in its entirety. It tells the story of who Martin Miller is. It tells the story of um, how he goes about putting together different groups to act in different shows and how they decide what shows they're going to bring to Theater Squared. And also, I think his reflection and views of the theater scene in general here in Northwest Arkansas. So for those of you that love the theater, you love to get out with a playbill in your hand and go check out the latest play. I think you're going to enjoy this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. So Without further ado, I want you to hear from Martin Miller. I want you to check out Theater Squared's website. Um, Their restaurant um, is is still open. You can go in there and you can order uh, socially distant and and get to go food if you'd like. Um, There's a lot that is available uh, to you at this location. They're even doing outdoor dining when it's not too cold, although the day that I'm recording is it's freezing, but that's a whole nother story. So just want to encourage you to check it out. I know this is a long prelude to what we're what you're about to hear, but I wanted to say, set the stage for you, no pun intended, <laughs> for uh, this episode with Martin Miller, Executive Director of Theater Squared. I think you'll enjoy it. And if you don't know, you have a diamond in the rough right here in Northwest Arkansas when it comes to theater production. And I wouldn't say a diamond in the rough. I would just say it's a diamond, and it's our diamond, so... Please support it the best way that you know how. And without further ado, let's hear from the man, Martin Miller himself. He'll be right up right after we cue the music.